it's Shelly with Emerge Marketing Solutions. This Lent, we are being called to listen to God's plans for us. How are you inviting God into your daily life? Is it through a daily routine, prayer, friendship, or forgiveness? If you're at a crossroads and struggling with the direction you should take in life, ask God for His strength, support, and guidance. Help us to listen to that gentle voice within. Prepare us to emerge strengthened. Good morning, everyone. I hope your day is off to a good start, or if you're listening later, I hope you've had a wonderful day um, full of lots of wonderful experiences, especially on this Lenten journey. Today is day 14, and we learn about the differences of Martha and Mary today, as well as the gospel readings relate us to Lazarus and tell the story of how um, a community showed up for Lazarus. So let's begin in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving Father, open our hearts to the areas of our life that need to change so that we can carry out the mission you have imagined for our lives. Inspire us to live the faith in ways that are dynamic and engaging. Show us how to best get involved in the life of our churches Make our community hungry for best practices and continuous learning, and help us to realize that we each have a role to play in making our churches a perfect place where imperfect people try to walk with, with you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, everyone. So I can't tell you enough how today's reading was the perfect timing for me. So... Last night, uh, on Wednesday nights during Lent, we have a soup supper, we have mass, and we have our CCD program, our youth catechism program, and last night was crazy. It was extremely busy um, and being pulled in lots of different directions, and as many of you know, or if you've seen me in action, um, I'm a person who likes to serve. I love serving people. I love showing up for others and being there for others. And in reading uh, today's Rediscover the Saints chapter, it was the comparison of Martha and Mary. I'm a Martha. I'm definitely a Martha and I will do everything I need to in my, in my power to show up for others. Um, and so as we have developed our church community, um, we, I have really taken it upon myself to really listen to what is being told in this chapter um, in our reflections today in that I need to serve and I need to serve others. And so that I have done. I have helped to build a community, um, bring people together to include mass as part of our catechism program, um, and then also have that sense of community. We're having soup suppers each Wednesday night of Lent um, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I love nothing more than to see everyone come together to join in fellowship with one another. Um, and to do that, I help make food. I and encourage other people to get involved and to bring food, and I'm very thankful for that. But it also takes lots of people to help out. Well, last night we were a little bit shorthanded, and I was being called to help with many of the different classes that we have that start a little bit, the, the times overlap just a little bit. 
So I was in helping get a computer set up and I was in helping try to find some books in another classroom. Um, and then there were some other things that others wanted to talk about and prepare for in the coming week. And so I definitely wanted to talk to them about that. We have a new Theology on Tap event happening uh, April 2nd. So um, with that just being two weeks away, I said, okay, I needed to get a lot of these things um, lined up and ready to go. So I was doing, 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 just like Martha does. Serving, preparing a meal, getting ready, taking care of things all the time. But the time I found that I was relaxed and comforted was the time I was sitting there in Mass and able to pray, able to open up my heart to God and able to um, talk with him and just um, sit and relax uh, and, and enjoy my time with God. And so I think we're being called to be more like um, a, a combination of the two. So there are some who are a lot better at sitting and listening and um, being present with God, more like Mary. And then there are others who are more like Martha, who are doers, 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 and they struggle to find that time to relax and to be patient and to slow down. And there were three different times the same gentleman came up to me last night and said, Shelly, just slow down. If you keep going at the pace you're going, you're going to run out of steam. And, you know, I kind of laughed with him the first time and I said, oh, yeah, right. I don't slow down. The second time I was a little bit more open to it, and the last time it was when we were closing up for the night, uh, he said, Shelly, no, I'm serious. You need to slow down. And this is exactly what we hear in this gospel, or not in the gospel, in our readings in Rediscover the Saints, um, but we also hear about it in the gospel reading today. And I'm also reminded on a daily basis of that turtle experience that I had, where that turtle reminded me to slow down to slow down so that we don't miss too many opportunities um, and we can celebrate this journey that we're on. So whatever situation you're in, whether it's with Martha or whether it's with Mary, think about what you're doing and how you can change those ways um, to more fully um, experience God's love for, for us and for one another. And so I decided, okay, Shelly, you need to start listening. Here's the sign from God again. You had this gentleman tell you several times, you're extremely stressed and trying to take care of everything. Maybe you just need to sit in the comfort of God and relax and, and talk to him and be present um, from a faith standpoint as opposed to just doing, doing, doing. So that's what I'm taking away from my experience last night and how I can hopefully look towards the rest of this Lenten season, how I can be more present in the moment and not feel like I have to take care of every little detail. Maybe I do need to prepare a little bit more on the front end and ask others to help. Um, and maybe those who are listening to the word and are being present in, in listening and, and praying and having that daily routine, maybe they too can help step, step up. So it's a balance of having both. So then let's look at the gospel reading today. The gospel reading talks about Lazarus. And it talks about how um, we are working towards serving others and being present in our community, but maybe it means that we need to also think about the greater good, the common good um, of those around us. If we are not taking care of, of the least of these, of those who are struggling in our communities, 
then what is our purpose of living? So think about Lazarus. He was very sick and people didn't want to be around him. He was poor. He was, you know, a person that you don't really um, see on a daily basis or we don't see in many of the, the lives that we're living. Um, and we are truly blessed with our health and with our community um, and our faith. Uh, however, if we think about Lazarus and how he is there very sick, God is still calling us to show up for him, to pray for him and to be there for them, for him. And so think about those who are in your community, who you may not see on a daily basis because they're not necessarily involved in the same thing as you. Are you showing up for them as well? Are you doing the things you're doing in your life just for your own satisfaction and those that you're closest to? Or are you doing it for the least of these? Are you thinking about how you can thrive in a community with others and make them feel and believe um, that we're all in one community together, not drawing a hard line between those who have and those who have not. So part of our community and what we're being called in community today is, is to show up for those, not just for those who we're friends with and that we connect with and that we're re you know, related to, um, but we're also called to show up for those who ha may not have as much family, who may not have that support system that we have, and they may not look the same as us or have the same things that we do, um, but they're part of our community as well. So also in Rediscover the Saints in our, in our reflection today, um, Matthew Kelly talks a lot about community and our parishes or churches and those communities that we're part of. And so I was able to reflect on some of those churches and parishes that I have been involved with in my life. And I've been called by um, this reading to not just show up for ourselves, but for that, that community. And so I wanted to just reflect on those com parish communities and church communities that I've been a part of and kind of some of the, the things that I've taken away. Um, it also says in here, look at the saints that your churches are named after and, and learn more about those saints. And what are those saints calling you to do? I had never really looked at it that way before. I had read the names of the saints that our churches were named after. Um, and I did maybe a little bit of research um, beyond that, um, but not a lot. So that's what I'm being called to do this day um, and this, the rest of this Lenten journey. So first off, I was part of First Lutheran Church in Sheraton, and in that, that church community, it was obviously a Lutheran church. Uh, I've shared this with you before, but I'll share again that be bold in our faith in God and share the good news of salvation with all people. It was very prevalent in, in our parish, or our church, in our church community, um, that we were being called to be bold in our faith and to share that with others, to be evangelical in nature. Um, but beyond just that church, um, I was also raised to know both, both my grandparents' churches. And so that was Trinity Lutheran Church and then St. Bernard's Catholic Church in, in Breda. And so I want to learn more about St. Bernard. Maybe that would help tell me a little bit more about my grandparents um, in the faith community that my mom was brought up in but also with Trinity Lutheran Church. I think the importance of the triune God and the Trinity, um, that is something that is very central in my life. 
Um, and um, I want to know more about that. So I'm being called to kind of learn more about my dad's home church as he was growing up as well. Then as I um, went off to college, I was in Ames, and I had told you that um, I didn't feel that strong connection uh, in the initial church that I went to, but over the time that I was in Ames, which was uh, quite a few years after I graduated and then um, began to raise our family, um, but St. Thomas Aquinas uh, in Ames was probably our main church, um, but then we also went to St. Cecilia's. And I guess St. Cecilia's, uh, between the two of them, they both had their purpose. I went through RCIA classes at St. Thomas Aquinas, and St. Thomas is more of a teacher, and he wants to share that faith um, with each one of us and instill that faith with us. As I look back now, and I'll tell you, I didn't think of any of this until I read the readings for today, um, but I think about that now, and there was a purpose for me joining the Catholic Church when and where I did. St. Thomas of Aquinas um, has a huge purpose in my life to help me understand my faith, understand that connection, and bridge my past in being Lutheran and, and me continuing to carry those Lutheran values with me um, and to bridge the, the separation of our denominations. And so that was a huge part in my life. I haven't looked into St. Cecilia's, um, but I am, I'm excited to learn about um, her life and how um, I know what I felt through that experience, but maybe I'm being called to learn more um, about how uh, that church had a huge influence in our lives and, and us growing up. Um, the next was when I lived in West Des Moines. So after I graduated college and before I moved back to Ames, I was involved in the churches there. I went to the Lutheran Church of Hope, and there I loved seeing that community. I loved being part of a larger community and seeing that I could go from a small church in Sheraton, Iowa, in rural Iowa, I could go off to college and be at Iowa State with lots and lots of people, and then I could be in West Des Moines, and I could carry that, that faith with me as well, and I could see that people are worshiping in many different ways, and they're being called to share their faith in many ways. And so when I was going to the Lutheran Church of Hope, it was at their early beginnings, when they had first started as a church. As they have grown and as they have included more and more people, they've become one of those mega churches. But one thing that they hadn't lost um, while I was there was they still had a traditional service. And um, that for me was, was the way I could connect better because it was similar to how I was brought up. Um, but it was different uh, as, it, as the church grew and became um, a, a really big church. Um, but that's really neat to see how when we invest in our faith, how that can grow and to spread like wildfire. If you think about that mustard seed, what started there as a very small church has now grown like crazy and tons of people are feeling called to share their faith and be part of that community. Right across the street from there is St. Francis of Assisi. And when I lived in West Des Moines, I would go to that church um, more often uh, than the Lutheran Church of Hope um, because I was becoming Catholic, because um, John and I were um, in, engaged and, and going to be married. And so I did go to that church quite often. And obviously I've shared with you my story about St. Francis of Assisi, but it reminds me to come back to the simplicities of our faith to not feel like we have to be like we were in Rome when I lived there and was 
um, went to St. Peter's Basilica and all of these other incredible churches, know that our faith can be plain. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be robust or glamorous. Come back to those simple things in life and have it be plain. And that connection to God is what is most important. So then as we moved, um, I was back to Ames and then we went to DeWitt. And when we were in DeWitt, um, we were at St. Joseph's Parish. And so I want to learn more about St. Joseph. Um, I know that my time there was absolutely incredible and it was very pivotal in um, forming our children's um, relationship with God and their initial um, faith experiences. Um, one that was so powerful and of all the faith communities that I've been a part of, that's probably the one that I felt the most and deepest connection to despite the short time that I was there. Um, the people that were part of that parish, and I know a few of you are on and listening uh, to our podcast and, and Facebook Live here, um, but that was a huge impact in my life as well and prepared me probably the most for doing the work that I'm doing today as our faith formation director and feeling confident in sharing my faith with others. And so I want to learn more about St. Joseph and what he, he was there for. And then I also looked to um, John's home parish. It was St. Mary's Parish in Willie. Um, and that was a huge part of my faith upbringing as well, because as I got to know John, um, as I got to know his family, um, St. Mary's Parish was one that um, was very influential in my life as well. And so I want to learn more about Mary and learn more about um, her life and how I have been called and that community has been called um, to live a life um, more, more like Mary, a loving mother and caring for all of those in our world. And so as I reflect on those parishes and communities, um, church communities that I've been involved with, I want to take away some of those things. Sometimes I felt called to give and to serve, and other times, um, some of those most influ influential times for me were times that I was just present with God, and I listened to God's teachings. As I told you about that um, transition of moving from DeWitt to Manning, I spent a lot of time reflecting on the gospel reading and trying to listen to what God was telling me. And so I want to do that more. And that's what I'm going to try to focus on here from now until till the end of Lent. Um, I know I, I told myself I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to bring up the coronavirus. And, um, you know, a lot of us are doing, doing, doing things that we're preparing by getting toilet paper and hand sanitizer and soap and preparing to work from home or educate from home and have school from home and are starting to cut ourselves off from, from experiencing things with larger groups. We're um, not traveling as much and we're being more conscious of those things. But remember that's being more like Martha. Maybe during this time we're being called to be more like Mary. Let's pray for one another. Let's pray that God will protect us and guide us so that we aren't um, as affected or influenced by the coronavirus. Instead of doing all of these actions, maybe we're being called to be present with him. So I hope you carry that with you today, whether you're being called to be more like Martha or more like Mary. How can you show up for your community, for your church, your parish, to show up and to either be present or to serve? So as I close for today, I hope you have taken, some, taken something out of this. I tell you, it moved me in ways that I didn't even expect 
And so I'm thankful for that um, as, as the gospel keeps talking to me and allows me to uh, share that faith with each of you. So as we close in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, loving Father, open our hearts to see the areas of our life that need to change and help us, inspire us to live our faith in ways that serve you. Help us to know that you are calling us to live a life of service and of, of prayer and presence. If you're calling us to do one of those, maybe we need to open our hearts up to the one that comes less easy to us. Help us to be present, help us to serve others, and to know that that's a balance, and to be okay with, with just being the other um, that we're not necessarily used to. Maybe we reach out and do more. Maybe we step back and be present. Either way, Lord, I hope that you will guide us and, and help us to be comfortable in living out our faith through you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you to each one of you for being here. Thanks for your interactions. And don't forget, we do have the podcast. So if you're talking about this with your friends or family who are not necessarily on Facebook, you're welcome to share that out. I'll link again here today uh, to that podcast. You can find us on iTunes at Emerge 2020 Podcast. Um, look for that little graphic uh, of the sea turtle. Uh, that's very colorful. That's how you know it's us. Um, and I wish you a blessed day, everyone. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for wholeness and not for evil, to give you a future full of hope. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. Thank you for joining us on the Emerge podcast. We hope you enjoyed the journey and are prepared to emerge strengthened.